the 24th of August, 2006, episode 44. The Rookie Designer, with your host, Adam Hay. Rookie Designer is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Let's take a look at the starting lineup. We're going to take a little bit different format for the show today. I recently went through the interview process, and I was actually interviewing to be a video editor slash motion graphics designer at DC Shoes, and that's up in North County, San, uh, San Diego. And I thought it might be useful for me to share with all the listeners, share with all you guys what was going through my mind before and after the interview. So what I did is the day before I went for the interview, I actually recorded about 10 minutes of uh, footage, uh, just kind of talking about things that were going through my head, things that I was thinking about to prepare for my interview, things that I thought were important about getting ready for the interview and stuff like that. And then I also did it um, the day, I think it was the day of the interview, I came home and did another 10 or 15 minutes talking about how I felt about how I did on the interview and uh, things of that nature. So uh, what we're doing today, we're going to go ahead and listen to both of those. It's kind of going to be like some reality TV, which by the way, I really hate reality TV and I think it's just completely taking TV down to crap, but I thought this would be useful because um, we are, we all go through this at one point or another. And I think it's good for you to, to kind of hear what's going through somebody else's head when they're doing it. So first of all, maybe you don't feel so crazy for thinking the same things, but also just to let you know, like someone else's perspective of going through this whole process, which can be quite nerve wracking at times. So that's what we're doing today on Rookie Designer. This is Buona.org Radio. Stand by for promo. You're the announcer. Not your ordinary tech show. Buona.org Radio. A virtual potpourri of technology. Moana.org Radio. It's tech news, video game reviews, open source software, and general gadgets. It's not just for Mac or Windows. Moana talks about both. It's been an exciting, exciting week if you're an Apple fan or if you're a Microsoft Windows fan. Check out Moana.org Radio by going to Moana.org. That's B-W-A-N-A.org. It's Moana.org Radio. Check it out today. So I think uh, a lot of us probably already know this, but some bad news about the podcast awards. We actually didn't win. Uh, As I predicted, the winner of the education category was Tips from the Top Floor, and I'm definitely happy for them. I I am a listener of that show, and it's a very, very good show, very deserving of of the award. Uh, Of course, I was bummed, you know, it would have been nice to win, but whatever. It's just, uh, just some little award that you get. Um. I want to thank everybody one more time that went out and voted for me. It definitely wasn't a wasted effort. Uh, I'm sure we had a strong showing as well, but Tips from the Top Floor has a lot of listeners. It's been around for like a year and a half now almost, I think. And uh, well, to tell you the truth, it's easier for them to have a larger audience because it basically applies to anyone who takes pictures, anyone who has a digital camera, which is probably at least 75% of the, of the photo taking world now. So 
Uh, we're, we're much more of a niche podcast. Not that we can't become larger than we are. We certainly can. And you can help me out with that by telling all your friends about it that, that are in des- into design. But, um, you know, I think we did pretty good. I think we had a good showing. So if you feel really bad for me for not winning the award, uh, you could vote for me on Podcast Alley. And you can either go to their site or you can go to rookiedesigner.com slash rookie. On the right-hand side, there's the form field to stick your email in and click the send vote button. And then when you get the email, click on the link in there and you're all done. You can do that for me once a month and it would be very much appreciated. I would love it. For any new listeners out there who may not have uh, subscribed to the show yet, I really recommend that you go ahead and do that. And uh, there's a couple ways to do it. If you go to the website, rookiedesigner.com slash rookie, there's a section on the right-hand side towards the top that says fast links. And if you go down almost to the bottom of that, it's the second to the bottom, it says subscribe with iTunes. Click on that. And of course, you have to have iTunes installed. If you click on that button, it'll take you right to the page to subscribe to the show. Another very easy way to do it, and this is actually something brand new that I put on the site. You'll notice at the top on the right-hand side, there's a little tag that says techpodcast.com. And right next to it, there's one that says Blueberry. If you go ahead and click on that, it'll open up a new window, and that'll take you to our page on Blueberry, which is kind of another uh, podcasting community type of thing. Once you get there... um, You'll see a banner kind of at the top, and then underneath that on the right-hand side, you'll see a a couple of little links. One says Dig This, one says Add to Delicious, there's an iTunes and a Yahoo, and those are also other ways that you can subscribe to the podcast. So a couple different ways to do it there, and definitely recommend that you do so if you aren't subscribed already. It's just a great way to make sure that you don't miss any content, and even better than that, you'll probably get the content right on time when it comes out, which is always a good thing. Uh, Another new feature I put on the website, if you scroll down a little bit, you might not even have to scroll. Underneath the fast links, you'll see a little box, and it says Rookie Talk. And what this is called is MyChingo, and it's an audio comment system. And it's a way for anybody who has a microphone plugged into their computer, you can go ahead and just press the button that says Give Us a Shout. It'll open up another window with a little applet, and you'll be able to actually record a message. So... Basically, all you have to have is a microphone plugged into your computer. You hit the record button, and you can record it. If you mess up, you don't like what you did, you can go ahead and record over it. And then when you have what you like, you just put in your name and your email address and hit send. And it's going to show up in that little box for everybody to listen to. So make sure you don't reveal any uh, personal secrets or anything, because it is going to be public. People will be able to listen to it. One issue with this thing that I've had so far, and it's the reason that I haven't left a message yet, is I've been talking to these guys on the forum about it too, trying to get them to do something about it. But apparently if you're on a Mac computer and you're using a USB-based mic, and mine actually isn't, it's actually it goes through a USB interface, so apparently that counts too. The bitrate is actually messed up, and it makes your voice sound lower than it actually is. Sounds a little funny. So I'm trying to get them to do something about that and fix that. If you're on a PC, it should work just fine. But if you're on a Mac and you leave a message, it might get a little messed up. So um, if you don't want that, then I'd hold off just for a while. Uh, It's not totally creepy, but it it is a little weird sounding. But just another way for you to uh, put up some kind of comment for everybody to check out. Last but not least, 
we've had some server problems again. And I keep talking about this. There's really nothing I can do about it except ping these guys over and over again, which I do. And that doesn't really make them work any faster. They know they have problems. They're trying to fix them. So I apologize. I know a lot of times that I try and go on early in the morning. Uh, that would be my time, Pacific time. It's uh, it's really slow or sometimes you can't even get on at all. So just got to be patient with it. Try back later in the day and it usually works. Uh, I'm sorry again for, for the trouble with that. All right. So today, as I said, we're going to listen to a couple of things that are recorded. These were actually weeks ago, probably like a month ago, actually. Uh, a couple of things that are recorded before and after I went for my interview at DC Shoes. Um, this first one, of course, is the first installment, and it was recorded the day before I went for my interview. And again, it's just some observations that I made, some of the things that I was going over with myself, things I wanted to remind myself of to prepare for the interview to basically have the best interview I can. So let's check this out right now. So this is just going to be more like a, I guess you would call it kind of a documentary piece. Uh, I wanted to share some of my experiences with you because that's what I usually do on the show. So I have been on the job search lately. I do still have my in-house designer job, but, uh, as I've said in the past, you can always look for something new. You should always be looking for, for some new challenge because if you stay in the same job for too long, it can become a little bit boring and it can really kind of bog you down as a designer. You always want to be searching for something that's a new challenge or something that's maybe something you haven't been able to do before or something that's going to really uh, inspire you to create different types of pieces or just better design altogether. So anyways, uh, I have been putting out resumes. Uh, one of the ways that I do that is through monster.com. And I actually happened to, got a, happened to get a bite off of monster.com the other day. Uh, it was about a week after they put the ad up, or actually a week after I applied for it. But I think I pretty much applied for it the first day it was up there. Um, so I got an email yesterday and asking me if I was still interested in the job. And they asked me what my salary requirements were. And this can seem like one of those bad things too, when they ask you for your salary requirements and you're like, Oh, I really want this job. I want to put something lower so that I don't, you know, scare them off and, and not even get an interview. But you got to be careful with that too, because you don't want to, uh, you don't want to undercut yourself. And now you do have this job. You could have been making more, but since you put that lower salary, then obviously they're not going to pay you more than what you ask for. So uh, I kind of did this to myself a little bit, but not too much. I said, what can I live with? And uh, it was probably maybe a thousand or two less than what I really want. But I was willing to give that up because this job is a very good job. It's with a very, I, I guess you would say hip or cool company. And it's doing something that, that I want to do. I've been wanting to get into more video production, editing, motion graphics, and that's exactly what this job is. Uh, I'm, I deal mostly with print these days, and I kind of wanted to move out of that and into the video realm. So sometimes you do. You make those sacrifices because you want to get that experience. You want to get those skills. And you can always move up in a position. You can always you're, There's always raises. I mean, unless the company's going nowhere, and then that's probably not a job you want to have. But sometimes you do want to make that sacrifice 
you know, for the job and maybe cut, cut down on your salary a little bit. But I don't think I made too big of a sacrifice and they seem, seem pretty okay with it. So not too long after that, I got an, another email saying, can you interview this week? So right now it is Tuesday, let's see, Tuesday, July 11th. And my interview is tomorrow at four o'clock. So I usually get off work about three o'clock. And the place, one of the other bad things about this place, it's kind of further away from my home than my job is right now. So it's probably going to take me anywhere from 45 minutes to over an hour to get there from my house, depending on traffic. And traffic can be pretty bad in that area too. So one of the bummers already. But uh, again, the good things are stacking up a little bit higher than the than the negative things about this job so far. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, I am a little nervous for it, but I think I'm prepared. I think I'm prepared to go in there and I know what I know. And if what I know isn't what they're looking for, then that's just how it is. I wasn't meant for this job. And that's really the the stance you have to take. You can't be afraid to go in. And I I know it's nerve wracking if you haven't done too many interviews. And if you're coming right out of school, it can be very nerve wracking because you don't know what they want of you. And uh, you really just can't worry. You can't worry about that. You know what you know. If you're coming right out of school, all you know is what you learned in school, and they should know that because, you know, obviously, hopefully you didn't lie on your on your resume or your application or whatever. You've told them the truth, and they know that you're coming right out of, out of school, and that's pretty much the experience that you have. So you just got to go in confident, knowing that, you know, you can perform the tasks that they ask of you because they know what skill level that you're at. So I'm feeling pretty good. Even though, you know, I do do some video work in my current job, I don't do a whole lot of it. So I'm not super familiar with everything. Like I know how to use all the applications, but I don't use them on a daily basis, meaning that, you know, I'm not as fast in Final Cut Pro as I am in InDesign right now. Uh, Same thing would go, you know, if I was in this position for a while and I decided to go back to print, it would probably be the same thing the other way around. So those are some things to think of. And, you know, I was up front with them. I said in my cover letter what I do. I said I do do some video stuff, but for the most part, I'm doing print design. So again, they know that coming in, so I'm not trying to hide anything. So hopefully they shouldn't be surprised by anything that I tell them. Uh, The next thing was, what else did I want to say? Oh, yeah, just preparing for the interview, I guess. Uh, I went back and and read some of the notes on the shows that I actually did a long time ago on getting the job. We did a little series where we talked about resumes and demo reels and actually going to the interview. So I read up on that a little bit. And it's always a good idea to to maybe bone up a little bit on that stuff before you go to an interview, especially if it's your first one or maybe your first of many or your first in a long time, which this is for me. I haven't had an interview in probably about uh, three or four years, I'd say. So it's definitely going to be a new experience. I mean, it's different every time. Uh, I think one of the good things here is, first of all, it seems like they're in a hurry to hire somebody because everything's happening so fast. So that's kind of good for me. They looked at some of my examples on the internet, so I don't even have a demo reel. So it's kind of surprising to me at this point that I'm even in the running for this job. But sometimes that's that's all you need is a couple examples of what you can do up on a maybe like a web portfolio or something like that. So that's what I had. And so I don't really have to take anything in with me. They've already seen some of my work. 
think this is just going to be more a face-to-face, getting to know me, what I'm, what I'm about. Do I fit in the company? And uh, what are my skills, I guess? So that was another thing. Uh, the, also, we talked before about how how to act and how to dress. Now, I think I said before probably that you can't really overdress for an interview. And this was one of the considerations I had to take because... Well, first of all, it's kind of hot here. It's It's been about 80, 85 degrees. And sometimes you just got to go with reason. You know, I, I might have said that you can't overdress for an interview, but if I go in there in a full suit, they're probably going to think I'm crazy because it's so hot outside. I mean, you just got to be a loon to wear a, a full suit. Plus, you got to look at the attitude of the company. This company, like I said, is kind of a hip company. They do stuff that's a little more progressive and sometimes you can get away with stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm actually planning not even to wear long sleeves. And why is this an issue for me? Because I have a tattoo on my forearm. And we said before, it might be a good idea to hide tattoos until, until you actually get the job. And then, then what are they going to say, right? But this company is kind of like an action sports, extreme sports kind of company. So it, you kind of judge it. And, and I would say, you know, this might even be a plus for me. Maybe they'd be excited that I had some cool artwork on my arm, you know. And also in the whole designer thing, like I said before, it kind of goes with the territory. A lot of designers have tattoos. Hey, we're artists. We like art. And we're usually uh, the strange kind of people in the office. So you really just got to use your best judgment as to what's going to be acceptable in that environment. And these are what I deem to be acceptable for this interview. So... I don't think there was anything else. I just wanted to share this with you. I thought it'd be kind of cool to see it from somebody else's perspective because I know we all go through this at at one point or another, pretty much have to go through the interview process to get a job. So I thought I'd share my accounts as I usually do on this show. And uh, well, hopefully I'll get the job. Uh, Again, I'm not sure if I'm going to put this up on the feed or not. might have something to do with uh, what the outcome is. But uh, even if I get denied, I think I'll make a little another entry and add it to this. So I guess we'll be waiting for that. All right. So basically with that, I was, as you can see, I was pretty much thinking about all the factors that would come into play uh, all the way down to what I would actually wear to the interview. And these are a lot of topics that you'll recognize uh, back from a long time ago when I did make those other podcasts about getting ready for your interview, certain things that you want to make sure that you kind of check off the checklist, uh, because a lot of these things are important. Even what you wear sometimes it can can be very important. So um, there was my perspective on that one, I guess. And it, the reason I say that this is a lot like reality TV is because this, you know, this stuff wasn't scripted. I didn't think about it. I sat down at the microphone and I just started rambling off everything I could think of that I was thinking of before I went to my interview. So that's why I think this whole thing is kind of cool and I wanted to share it with everybody. After the break here, we're going to do the keys of the game. After that, we're going to hear the rest of the, uh, the interview entry, the one that came after I took the interview. So stay tuned for that one. The Keys to the Game, brought to you by techpodcast.com. The key commands for this week are kind of going along with what I did, what I was doing in Quick Tips. So if you watch that one, you'll know that it was a flash animation. So we're going to do some flash uh, key commands. 
and some very useful ones that you need to uh, to use all the time if you're using Flash a lot. And they are for making different frames and keyframes. So if you want to make just some basic frames, add some frames to one of the layers, you're going to press F5. If you want to add a keyframe that basically puts your objects in the same position that they were at, you'll press F6. And if you want to make an empty keyframe that you can drag a new image into onto the stage, you'll press F7. So F5 for just frames, F6 for a keyframe, and F7 for an empty keyframe. Captain's Log, Wednesday, July 12th, 2006. All right, here's my second entry. Just got back from my interview, and uh, as far as I can tell, it went pretty damn well. Uh, I got along with the, the person that was interviewing me quite well. We got to talking about a lot of other things that didn't necessarily have everything to do with the interview, which I think is a good thing. It's good to kind of connect with the person a little bit. It's not something you can always do, so if you don't do it, I guess you really shouldn't stress about it. But in this, the job that I'm going for, I told you before, it's kind of it's kind of like a hip culture type of job. Everybody's young there. It's it's a nice vibe, and it was definitely I think it was definitely important to kind of click with that person like that. Uh, the person that I met with would be the person directly over me, not my actual boss, but the person that would be overseeing my work. So also good to get a comfort level with that person because really half of the interview is to see if you were actually going to fit in with with the whole office or with the whole place where you're going to work. Uh, your skills have a lot to do with it. Your artwork has a lot to do with it. But, you know, somebody could be the greatest designer of all times, but they could be like an introvert or they could be a total jerk. I almost said something I shouldn't have said there. Uh, they could be like a total jerk and nobody's going to get along with them, so they don't want to work with them. So, I mean, you could lose a job that way too. So <laughs> always try and be nice. I shouldn't have to tell you that, I'm sure. But it's it's good, I think, to click with the person to kind of, you know, let be yourself. Let them know how you are, how you're going to be if you're going to be working with them. And hopefully they'll like that. And that will be one of the reasons they want to hire you. So I went in and... Uh, as I said, I dressed kind of casual. I was wearing a button-up, a nice button-up shirt, short sleeves. My tattoo was showing, no biggie. I had slacks on or whatever, or pants. And uh, it was pretty hot up there. It gets hotter because I went a little further north than I usually do. Um, everybody there was, as I assumed, dressed in like t-shirts and shorts and stuff like that. So, um, But again, you know, you can't overdress for an interview. I was more overdressed than they were, of course, but I mean... They expect that for an interview. But again, it would have been weird if I showed up in a suit, I think. So I thought that was a good choice on my part anyways. So we go up and we sit down. And first of all, they have they usually have certain questions for you. So she had a couple papers, a couple pages of questions that she asked me. The first of which was, so, you know, tell us a little about your, tell me a little about yourself, uh, what your daily life is like or whatever. So I elaborate, elaborated a little bit about, um, my job. And then I come home and I ha I do freelance, as you all know. And then of course I have the three podcasts, um, these two, and then my new music one as well. And then I, you know, told her a little about my personal life, what I do, I like to chill, whatever. I like music, I used to play in a band, blah, blah, blah. So that's the first part. They're just trying to fill you out, get an idea for who you are and if you're going to fit with the culture of the company. 
And this is something that was very important in the job that I'm in right now too, because um, they're not all, we're not all the same age where I work now, but everybody's pretty cool. Everybody has very similar tastes or maybe not similar tastes, but they like to work a similar way. I mean, we're not offended by people wearing t-shirt and shorts to work or thongs even. Um, we're not the average office where most offices, if you send come some kind of uh, tasteless joke, I guess you'd say around in an email, you'd probably get you probably get written up for sexual harassment. That kind of stuff doesn't happen at our office. So this is the type of people we are. And when they go to hire somebody, it's really important what type of person they are and are they going to fit into the company? So I got that kind of vibe from this too. They're kind of feeling me out. Uh, some of the other questions, uh, what was one of the most important things I've ever done in my work? And for that, I answered actually this podcast because I've gotten so much out of it. And... Um, I really get things out of it by getting feedback from you guys. I've gotten so many nice emails from people, even people telling me, Hey, I got my first job, you know, and, and, you know, I'm really proud of that in the fact that people actually kind of take what I say and, and really build on it and are inspired by it. I'm really in awe of how, how everything has kind of gone on this website or on this podcast. So that was my big thing. She also asked me what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are. These are typical questions in an interview. Uh, for my weaknesses, it, this is kind of a, a, a trap almost. You know, you don't want to give away your your biggest weakness. You know, especially if it's something that that you think they might not hire you because of. So I kind of go in the other direction where, well, you know, basically say that I'm anal retentive. Uh, not in those words necessarily. I say I, I have very strong attention to detail, and sometimes it's a little too much and it gets in the way sometimes, you know, kind of take a positive thing and turn it into a negative. It kind of, I don't know. It's a good way to give a negative and not be totally ripping on yourself and really hurting your chance of getting the job. So that was one of them. The other one was that I said, you know, I've been working in print for the last four or five years. I've done some video, but not a lot. So I'm probably rusty on some of the applications. That was something Maybe you don't usually give that information out, but again, you have to feel out the interview. What do you think is going to be okay to say to these people? What are, what are they going to care about a lot and what are they not going to care about so much? And my decision on that one was that was an okay thing to say because she had already read my cover letter, my resume. She knew that I haven't been doing just straight video editing for the last four years or whatever, but I do know how to use it, obviously, because that was one of my... Uh, major emphasis in school. There was a point of major em emphasis in school. So I do know how to use all the equipment. I know how to edit. I know how to do all that stuff. I just might be a little bit rusty because I haven't done it in a while. Uh, what was, what else did she ask me? Um, no, I can't really remember. So towards the end, then, then is your turn to start asking them questions. And I certainly did do that. Um, they used to have a whole in-house video department at this place and it's kind of dwindled away. Uh, I guess a lot of the guys that were there ended up moving on, getting better jobs. So they kind of left and they've been outsourcing stuff to other companies. So my question, my first question of course was, you know, why, why aren't, why weren't these positions filled again? 
It just kind of went on to that. And my next question was, are they going to be filled? Are we going to end up with another whole in-house team? Basically, they had their whole in-house video department that would do everything. I said, are we going to get back to that? Are we going to get back to a time when we're not outsourcing stuff? We're doing it all in-house. And she said yes. So that was pretty good. That was what I wanted to hear. Uh, also about hours. I think this is a, a very valid question for any design job. What are the hours like? Do you have steady hours where you come in, you know, nine to five or seven to three or whatever? Or is it more dictated by your deadlines? Like most most design firms and places like that, from what I've heard anyways, because I haven't worked there yet, you would have a you would have a situation where it would it would be if you had lots of deadlines coming up, you had lots of stuff due. Obviously, you're going to be working harder. You're going to be working eight hours. You're going to be working overtime if you have to. You're going to be busting your ass to get that stuff done. Whereas sometimes it's just a lull. There's like it's kind of a downtime where you're not having that much to do. And uh, at those times, usually these types of places will be like, you know, we don't care if you're here exactly eight hours. You can be here less time because we know there's less to do. And when there's more to do, you're here overtime. So it's not a big deal. And of course, this is a salary position. So it's not hourly. If it were hourly, you know, it might be a little bit different, but it's not. And from what I've heard, a lot of design places work that way because there are times when you're just slammed and there's times when you don't have that much to do. So again, another good thing to hear. Um, I was also told that there's the option to work from home every once in a while, which is definitely awesome, especially considering that this place is pretty far from my house. So that was a great thing to hear. Um, there was no discussion about money, nor should there ever be any discussion of money in a, a first interview or even probably a second interview. That's The time for that is when they're offering you the job. And even then, you're, you're not going to negotiate. Usually, you're going to be like, if they don't offer you enough, you'll be like, okay, let me go home and, and talk to my wife or my husband, or let me go home and think about it for a few days. And then maybe you'll come back with a, a counter offer or something. You got to be careful with this though. If you only have one offer out there, then you don't want to, you don't want to totally blow it by trying to get more money. So also I didn't ask about, you know, is, is there going to be an opportunity for me to, to grow financially or whatever? Again, not something you're going to want to ask in a first interview. So towards the end of the interview, we were just kind of BSing back and forth, which, like I said, is a good thing, I think. It's good to uh, kind of talk about stuff that maybe isn't totally related to the job. We actually had something in common. We, we used the same exact printer, and I had noticed this because I went to take a tour of my printer's new place, and I noticed uh, some of their materials like all over his office, so... That was something we got to talk about, so that was pretty cool. And, you know, just kind of general stuff. I actually got to the point where I was comfortable enough to say, well, you know, this is my first interview in like five years. I actually told her that. And she's like, yeah, well, she kind of understood. She's like, if when I came and interviewed here, it wasn't really an interview. We just had breakfast and talked about a few things, and I pretty much got the job. She's like, well, if I had to be out there right now, I don't know what I'd do because it's been a really long time since I interviewed. So again, I think the main point here was feel out the whole interview process. How do you feel about this person across the, the table or in the other chair that you're talking to? Do you think you can share a little bit more with them maybe and let them know a little more, a little more how, who, ugh, excuse me, let them know a little bit more about who you are as a person and a, as a designer 
because who you are as a person really dictates what your design is going to be like. It really comes out in your, in your work. So I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say about this. So we will, oh, the last thing. They actually gave me a project for this too. And I've said this before, sometimes you go places and they'll actually have a project for you waiting. Like you have to do it in the office, either a project or maybe they'll have you jump on Illustrator and maybe just do some skill tests, like maybe things using the pen tool or something like that. This one was actually a take-home project, which I thought was pretty cool because I get to work on it for like, she said, get it back to me in like a week. So I got a week to, to bang this thing out. I'm thinking I probably want to do it a little less than a week just to show that I got the initiative and that I'm really excited about the job. But um, yeah, I have a week to do this. She gave me footage and some images and I have to basically make, I don't know, not necessarily like a commercial, but more like, I don't know, just, just a video to, so they can see what my talents are and how I would actually attack a design, how I would actually edit some stuff together to see obviously if it will fit with uh, what they usually do or what they're expecting out of their editor. So I thought that was pretty cool. The best part is I get to bring it home. There's no pressure. When you have to do it at the office, it's like, man, there's somebody staring over my shoulder or they have some kind of program that like tracks every single movement that you make. So they know exactly what you do or something like that. And it's just more pressure when they're sitting there waiting for you to finish. Whereas I get to bring this home, I get to do it on my own time, I get to think about it, I get to maybe try a couple of different things out because I'm not in a rush. Uh, I thought that was very cool. Anyways, so I got my little project to do, and I'll be turning that in, and then uh, hopefully some good news to come. All right, so I guess I'll probably be doing another installment after I hear the news, I guess, um, after I find out about the job. I might put these first two out beforehand just so you can hear it like beforehand and follow along and it'll be like a little uh, real TV or whatever. Some some reality reality podcasting, I guess you might say. I'm not a fan of reality TV myself, but I thought this would be a good thing for everybody to hear that, you know, nerves kick in. I was a little bit nervous when I first walked up, especially because I had trouble finding the actual building, but those nerves quickly went away because everything was so lax and so cool. So again, I just thought it would be a good thing to share. So maybe I'll put this out pretty soon here and, uh, well, we'll keep you up to, to progress onto, on what happens with the job. All right. Signing out for this one. So, um, yeah. This past Monday, my world just came crashing in. That's right, I did not get the job. Hey, but I still have my other job. No big deal. Uh, yes, I am bummed. It was going to be a very cool job. As I said, it was a hip company. A bunch of young people worked there. Um, I was trying to talk to them at one point, and they said they had to get back to me because they were going to the, the X Games. Anyways, um... It was a good it was good to go through this process. Like I said, it had been about three or four years since I've done an interview. So it was good to have the experience again and and uh, get out there and know what's coming at me. Like I did know, you know, you can read about these things, you can remember the last time you went through it, but it is different every time. And I think it really helps to uh 
go through the process and, and take those steps again and really find out where you are. So I think it was a good learning experience for me. Yes, I would like to have had the job, but there are some other prospects on the horizon for me. And, uh, well, it was, it was just, uh, it was actually kind of fun. I think when you actually get older and you've been in the, in the business for a while and you've maybe been in a design job for one or two years, it really helps you to know, first of all, exactly what you want out of a job, which is an excellent thing to know when you go in for an interview. It makes you more confident. It, it makes you a- ask them questions, which, which looks good to them. Um, it, it just overall gets you acquainted with what your skills are. You're more, uh, you're more in tune with, with what you're able to offer to the company as far as your skills and your work ethic and stuff like that. And I think it, it's just a lot easier than when you come straight out of school. You haven't been working yet, and you don't really know what you want. Uh, that's a very hard time to interview, and that's why it's so hard to get that first job. But once you've been out there for at least a year, that's why I say sometimes maybe take that job that's not the ideal job and stay there for a year and then when you go out and interview, you're going to be that much better. It's going to be that much easier for you to to know what you want and to offer up what you have to give them and really secure that good job that you want. Now that's what I call a rookie mistake. Keeping the same topic going here in the rookie mistake, you really have to keep your options open. And I said I had a couple of more things, you know, kind of in the works that might be able to to turn into something as well. And of course, I still have my other job. So there was absolutely no danger of me not getting that job because I can always just fall back on the job that I already have. And that's not the most uh, ideal situation that I wanted to be in. But you really have to have something else. You have to keep your options open. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't say, okay, these guys are interviewing me. I'm going to get this job. I don't have to look for any other jobs because nine out of 10 times, that's going to backfire on you. You're not, you're going to end up with nothing. So make sure that you keep searching for other jobs while you're going through this process, because the process is going to take at least a few weeks. It could take up to like a couple of months before they get through interviews, second interviews, if they're doing those. Or like I said, I took like a whole week to do the practical project that I had to turn into them. So it's a long process. So make sure you keep looking for other jobs and uh, just just stay on top of it. Things are getting a bit out of hand. Looks like it's time to go to the bullpen. Since we had such a bummer time, or I did at least, with the outcome of this one, uh, I was hoping to have like a nice message at the end. Yay, I got my job. Well, anyways, since we, since I had a little bit of a bad time, I wanted to make a fun link, and I'm putting up a link. I can't really tell you what it is. I mean, I could spell it out, but that would just be ridiculous. The 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 website is kind of a, a strange one. It's like a personal website, I think, but it's actually a little flash animation that takes place in the actual application itself and it's really kind of funny so definitely go up and check it out just go to rookiedesigner.com slash rookie look in the show notes for this and it'll be under the bullpen section and it'll be the little flash animation link all right so you should know the routine by now if you have any kind of question for me or if you want to just uh, send me some kind of message, it's very easy to do that, and there are several ways to do it. 
First of all, you can email me, adam at rookiedesigner.com. You can Skype me at username TitanStrides or use the call-in line 619-573-4043. And remember to add the one in the country code if you're calling outside the United States. You can go to myspace.com slash rookiedesigner and uh, comment to me that way or send me a message that way. You can use the new MyChingo that's on the front page, on the home page, and uh, just record a message there and put it up for, for all the world to hear. And last but not least, you can go up on the forums. We have, it's been exploding lately. We have like 230 people up there now. It's really going very good and we're getting lots of great conversations going on as usual. And it's a great place to network with other designers. So if you're not registered yet, please do so. Go to rookiedesigner.com forum and you can sign up there. Other than that, that's going to do it for this show. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, it was kind of a... Uh, departure from what we usually do but again i thought it would be useful for everybody to hear this kind of stuff and uh well don't feel too bad for me because uh i do have my still have my old job and like i said there's a couple things in the works i'll keep you posted if something cool comes up all right thank you guys for listening and uh just remember everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star that one's high it's got the distance it's song for y'all. This goes out to all the people that just quit shaving. I think you know what I'm talking about. She broke up with me two days later. I think she meant to